You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Rock Auto has amazing selection for just about any kind of vehicle at reliably low prices. They have all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. So in today's episode, we're going to look at uh, fallout, I guess, from the trade deadline. We'll go through each team uh, and see where there are changes uh, as we move through these last couple of months uh, of the season. We'll dig deep on the waiver wire, a few injury updates, then matchups and uh, DFS value plays uh, for Tuesday's games. Uh, so let's start uh, with the Baltimore Orioles. We're going to run through the American League first. Uh, and really, there aren't a, a ton of major changes. However, uh, with at shortstop, they've got Ramon Urias uh, moving in as Freddie Galvis uh, heads back to Philadelphia. And Urias, he's hitting 283, so maybe there's a tiny kind of low-end uh, appeal as a middle infielder. But he, he's got a 763 OPS so far. Uh not huge numbers really in any way, but I guess, you know, as I say, uh, kind of a deep uh, option as a middle infielder, but uh, that's not huge changes really from Baltimore, which is, I guess, a little bit surprising. Uh, Boston, uh, eventually Kyle Schwarber is going to be coming in and apparently going to play first base uh, for the Red Sox. And I mean, one, that'll be a bit of a challenge for Schwarber uh, when he comes off the injured list. He's uh, dealing with a strained hamstring. Uh, but Franchi Cordero uh, is the one who had been getting, I guess, some reps at uh, first base. Uh, and then if Schwarber is going to be like an, an everyday first baseman, uh, Bobby Dahlbeck uh, could lose some time there too. Uh, you see right now, I mean, first base has not been a real strong suit for the Red Sox this year. And so uh, they could be running a platoon right now of Cordero and Dahlbeck. Uh, but yeah, probably in an ideal world, uh, they get Schwarber back, and Schwarber continues to hit like he was, like he was before he got injured, uh, and then, you know, Cordero and Dahlbeck both sort of fade by the wayside. Uh, for the Chicago White Sox, uh, the real battle is going to be. Uh, once players get healthy. Uh, Eloy Jimenez had returned uh, to the lineup, but he's also been dinged uh, recently and missed a few games. Uh, Luis Robert uh, will be coming back soon. Uh, but right now, uh, Brian Goodwin is still playing regularly uh, in the White Sox outfield, so that that may not last. Uh, and then I think there's probably going to be some kind of competition between, between Gavin Sheets and Andrew Vaughn. Um, because, you know, once you have Jimenez and Robert in the lineup, uh, it becomes really difficult for, for guys like Sheets and Vaughn uh, to secure regular playing time, in uh, just you know there are only so many options for the, for them to uh, to fill uh, in the lineup, and uh, I mean the, the, this is a strength of the White Sox that they have this kind of offensive depth once everyone is healthy, uh, but ultimately uh, it's going to be like musical chairs, and somebody's going to end up uh, missing out. Uh, in Cleveland, uh, they've got uh, Adam Miller and Ernie Clement. Uh, platooning at second base, and now that that you know having lost Cesar Hernandez uh, to the White Sox, well, lost him. They traded him to uh, to the White Sox. He didn't he didn't just show up there. Um, but you know Miller, what was a promising prospect? Uh, he just hasn't been able to hit so far in the major leagues this year. That that seems to be a running theme uh, this season. Is that these guys who are who are crushing it at AAA have have arrived in the majors and you know been been humbled rather quickly. Uh, but in any case, maybe keep an eye on Miller and Clement and, and see if either one of them uh, 
you know, takes hold of the position uh, and gets more playing time. But uh, that's sort of all, all that's going on with uh, Cleveland's lineup changes. Uh, Detroit, uh, Derek Hill is getting some reps in right field for them uh, right now. I don't think that's uh, appealing enough for, for fantasy purposes, uh, but at least worth keeping an eye on. Uh, Houston, uh, with Alex Bregman still out, and uh, he had a bit of a setback in uh, uh, in his recovery, uh, and they and Houston already traded Abraham Toro to Seattle. Uh, so Aledmas Diaz uh, looks like he's going to get regular reps at third base in the meantime while Bregman is out. And uh, so this really isn't uh, necessarily trade deadline fallout, but uh, somewhat is uh, because Toro uh, has has moved on. Uh, and so uh, this is an opportunity here for Aledmas Diaz to uh, play uh, as part of a, a, a productive Astros lineup. Uh, in Kansas City, uh, th- they've got a, a few young guys into the rotation now. Carlos Hernandez and Daniel Lynch uh, are both there and, and should be getting uh, regular starts the rest of the way, you know, provided they're not getting crushed. Uh, and then... With Jorge Soler uh, gone, traded to Atlanta, uh, looks like Ryan O'Hearn and Carlos Santana are kind of splitting first base and DH duties uh, for the time being, and I guess that's you know that's fine. Uh, maybe that adds a little bit of value to O'Hearn. I mean, Santana sort of has his uh, set value, I, I suppose that that if you're in an on-base percentage league, he's a star, and if uh, if you're in a batting average league, well, maybe he's kind of fringy corner infield guy. Um, so, uh, moving from there to the LA angels and, uh, the angels still dealing with injuries. And so right now, Brandon Marsh is playing in center field. I mean, obviously things change when Mike Trout, uh, eventually returns, uh, and Jack Mayfield, uh, is at third base and presumably when Anthony Rendon is ready to return, that will, uh, affect Mayfield. But, uh, in the, in the angels rotation, uh, they've got Jaime Berea and, and they called up Reed Detmers uh, and Detmers struggled in his, uh, first start, but, uh, those are kind of some new arms for the uh, for the Angels rotation, uh, and I, you know, I don't I don't know that uh, I like either one enough to get terribly excited about them. Uh, I mean, Berea's had some, uh, I guess, flashes in the past uh, in the major leagues, but he's never really been able to stick with it uh, long term in, in terms of fantasy value. Uh, Minnesota, uh, having traded away J. A. Happ, uh, Taylor Jax is in their rotation now, uh, and they still might need to to call up another pitcher. Uh, depending on on how things work out, but then uh, they've also uh, kind of got uh, a, a group committee uh, to to close games for them right now, and it's Taylor Duffy and Alex Colomay and Caleb Thielbar are all in the mix uh, for saves there for Minnesota, uh, and you know as the the Twins were clearly sellers at the deadline, um, there there may be fewer options uh, or opportunities uh, for saves, uh, but you know keep an eye on. Um, Duffy, Colome, or Thielbar, see, see if any one of them uh, becomes the better option there. Uh, for the Yankees, well, they added Andrew Heaney to their rotation, uh, picking him up from the Angels. Uh, that's maybe not a huge not a huge difference maker, I don't think. Uh, and then it uh, still looks like Nestor Cortez uh, has a spot in the Yankees rotation for now. Uh, and we'll see, you know, if, uh, if any of the Yankees starters, whether it's Corey Kluber or Luis Severino, whether they have a chance to come back at some point this season and, and how that might affect uh, the other the other starters in the rotation. But right now, you know, Cortez is, might be one to, to keep an eye on. Uh, for Oakland, uh, no real, you know, dramatic changes based on trades, but James Caprellian is on the injured list. Uh, with him out, Dalton Jeffries uh, has been inserted into the, to the A's rotation. Um, but, 
the, the, this may just be giving Jeffries kind of a taste of uh, the action before uh, if Caprellian is going to be back in reasonably short time. Uh, for Seattle, now, there were some changes with the Mariners. Uh, as I mentioned, they got Abraham Toro uh, from Houston, and Toro uh, is playing regularly for them at, at second base. Uh, and that leaves Jake Bowers and Dylan Moore platooning in left field right now uh, for the Mariners. And, and Moore, if he's only platooning in left field, that, that kind of cuts into his value. I mean, he's he's a utility guy who can play all over the place, uh, but you, know, you have to see whether or not he, he's getting enough reps. I mean, his, his uh, 190 batting average isn't helping matters anyway, but uh, if you want the stolen bases and he does have some power, uh, there is still some appeal to Dylan Moore, but uh, if the playing time gets cut, uh, th- that will put his status into question. Uh, and then Seattle did uh, upgrade their pitching staff a bit. They got Tyler Anderson, uh, the left-hander from uh, from Pittsburgh, uh, and that might uh, give Anderson a little bit of value. I mean, he he's ha- he had some moments uh, in the first half of the season with Pittsburgh, but uh, more the kind of uh, player that you would use as a streaming option or in weeks that he has two starts, uh, as opposed to somebody you can just count on uh, on, on a week-to-week basis. Uh, and then Seattle also grabbed uh, Diego Castillo uh, from Tampa Bay, uh, who, who should slide in and be their closer. Now he gave up uh, a home run against Texas last week, which... Uh, is not not a great way to uh, ingratiate yourself to your new team, but uh, Castillo uh, has been pitching quite well uh, in Tampa Bay, and so he, he he could be a pretty quality option at the end of games uh, for the Mariners uh, in Tampa Bay uh, because uh, they they made a few changes. Their bullpen, and that, and that includes the Castillo trade. Uh, their bullpen is looking like it's a, a by committee. Uh, operation right now, and I don't know really who you can who you can trust out of that group. I think if Nick Anderson got healthy and uh, and you felt comfortable with him, maybe he'd be the guy. But as as is, uh, I think uh, Tampa Bay's bullpen is one you kind of have to watch and and see uh, who survives. Uh, right now in the in the rotation, uh, because they traded Rich Hill to the Mets, uh, they've got Michael Waka and Luis Patino uh, in that rotation. Uh, as you know. Waka Waka was in the rotation early in the season, then kind of uh, you know faded out and, and was uh, into the bullpen. But now he he's back, and I don't know that it's necessarily uh, based on on quality uh, as opposed to just uh, he's a guy. Uh, and, and the the Rays are, are fine with throwing just a guy every once in a while. Uh, Texas uh, naturally the Rangers have are, are looking to the future here, and, and so. Uh, Jonah Heim uh, getting reps in at catcher, and he's hit a couple of game-winning home runs for them already. Uh, Curtis Terry uh, in at designated hitter. Uh, they've got Taylor Hearn uh, into their rotation, and Spencer Patton uh, getting a chance to be their closer. Now, obviously, being the closer in Texas is not the uh, the busiest job in uh, Major League Baseball, uh, but keep an eye on like T- Terry was crushing the ball at Triple A. It'd be an uh, be an interesting option if uh, if it turns out he can hit Major League pitching. Uh, as well as Heim, uh, who uh, you know obviously has, has power because he's uh, already shown it uh, in the major leagues. But um, in Toronto, uh, really, this uh, the the Blue Jays look like. I mean, their their lineup from from a day to day basis looks pretty steady and consistent. Uh, their rotation, with the addition of Jose Barrios, uh, could end up pushing a starter to the bullpen. Uh, you know, is that Stephen Matz? Uh, does it make more sense for Toronto to add a left-hander to the bullpen? Um, maybe, uh, and uh, and that's going to be worth watching. Uh, obviously, Barrios uh, just on his own adds value to that uh, Blue Jays rotation because he's uh, a legit top of the rotation guy. Uh, and so, uh, when you add him to the mix, and if it means you have to drop off somebody at, uh, at the bottom and, and move them to the bullpen, um, and, and 
you know, maybe it's Stephen Matz, maybe it's Ross Stripling, uh, but uh, I think if it ends up being Stephen Matz, uh, at least he, he might give the the Blue Jays uh, another viable arm in in the bullpen uh, as a lefty specialist. Um, and really, you know, Toronto's bullpen is as big a problem as their uh, starting uh, staff this year. In fact, a bigger problem, I would say. So um, we'll see how that uh, how that plays uh, down the stretch. And when we come back, uh, we will uh, dive into the teams in the National League and check out those changes. You're used to having a lot of choices when it comes to what to eat, but it matters where your food comes from. Get your nutrition from nature. The Wild Alaskan Company sources wild-caught seafood from Alaska and the Pacific Northwest. Wild Alaskan Company delivers high-quality, sustainably sourced wild-caught seafood right to your door. Choose from salmon, whitefish, or a combination. And every month, there are different specials to explore. Each shipment contains premium, wild-caught, individually-wrapped portions of delicious seafood that's ready to prepare and easy to cook. Wild Alaskan Company seafood is how nature intended it to be. Always wild, never farmed or modified, and it contains no antibiotics. You can adjust, pause, or cancel your membership anytime. And they offer 100% satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Get your nutrition from nature with Wild Alaskan Company. And right now, you can get $15 off your first box of premium seafood when you visit wildalaskancompany.com MLB. That's wildalaskancompany.com MLB for $15 off your first box. wildalaskancompany.com MLB. Make sure to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. To the National League we go, and we'll pick things up with the Arizona Diamondbacks. And uh, Eduardo Escobar has moved on to Milwaukee, so Cattell Marte uh, has returned from uh, injury for the Diamondbacks, but he's in at second base uh, now. And Carson Kelly uh, has returned from injury. He's behind the plate. Uh, That means Dalton Varsho, uh, who does occasionally play behind the plate, has moved out to center field. Uh, And so Varsho, who who had struggled early in uh, his time with the Diamondbacks, does seem to maybe be turning the corner a little bit offensively. Uh, And the fact that he's going to have catcher eligibility does uh, add to his value for sure. Uh, Tyler Clippard uh, might be getting some save opportunities for the Diamondbacks uh, with Joakim Soria gone to uh, Toronto. Um, But I I don't know that uh, the closer for the Diamondbacks is going to be particularly valuable uh, over the next couple of months. Uh, for the Atlanta Braves, they have a whole new outfield. Uh, right now, you could look at uh, Adam Duvall, Jock Peterson, Jorge Soler. Uh, that uh, shakes things up there. And, and the rotation uh, has had kind of recent changes. Tuki Toussaint uh, and Kyle Muller uh, have been uh, sort of recent additions uh, to the pitching staff and, and effective. Uh, so uh, they should have value uh, down the stretch here for the Braves. Uh, the Chicago Cubs obviously gutted their team. Uh, and so there are a lot of new, new uh, faces in the lineup. Uh, that includes Patrick Wisdom at first base. Now, Wisdom had been playing some at third and first already, uh, but uh, much much more secure in the lineup uh, with Anthony Rizzo uh, gone. Uh, David Botes uh, at second base. Matt Duffy at third base. Sergio Alcantara at shortstop. Rafael Ortega in center field. Uh, and so a lot of new, new options there uh, for the Cubs. I don't know that any of them are particularly uh, valuable. I think Wisdom, just based on the, the power he's shown this year, uh, in a very small sample, is worth a look uh, and see whether he can do it while he's playing every day uh, or close to it. Uh, but uh, the others may just kind of be a, a wait-and-see situation. Uh, with Craig Kimbrell uh, getting traded to the White Sox, uh, the the Cubs are looking at a, a bullpen by committee. Cody Heward, Dan Winkler, Kyle Ryan, uh, they're all in the mix for saves there, um, which 
if you have three guys in the mix for saves, that probably means none of them are particularly uh, useful in fantasy. Uh, Cincinnati, uh, no real trade effects here, but with Nick Castellanos on the injured list, uh, that's a little more playing time for uh, Shogo Akiyama and Aristides Aquino. Um, both of whom ha- would have a chance to have some fantasy value if they're playing uh, regularly, but since they're basically platooning in Castellano's spot, um, probably not a lot of value there. Uh, Colorado, shockingly, doesn't have a lot, a lot of changes uh, coming out of the trade deadline for a team that's 46 and 60 right now. Uh, but you know, there, there was a lot of talk about Trevor Story being on the block, and I think Story might have expected uh, that he was going to go, but uh, he did not. Uh, and so uh, fairly familiar play, uh, faces in the, in the lineup. Uh, for the Rockies. For the Dodgers, uh, shortstop Corey Seager uh, returned to the lineup on Friday after missing two months, uh, a broken uh, wrist. Uh, and he, with Seager back at shortstop, uh, the newly acquired Trey Turner uh, is going to move over to second base. Uh, now, Turner is on the COVID-19 list, so he's not going to be at second base yet. Uh, but when Turner uh, comes in there, that uh, pretty much locks down uh, the middle infield that uh, doesn't uh, doesn't offer much much room for Gavin Lux uh, whenever he comes back from injury, uh, but uh, that's you know the, these are the the prices you pay when you go out and acquire superstars. Uh, so the the Dodgers have the uh, a premium uh, keystone combination there. Uh, at least they will uh, once Turner is healthy. Now for the rotation, uh, they added Max Scherzer uh, and Danny Duffy. Now Duffy's still on the injured list uh, at the moment, but that uh, will bolster a rotation and, and the Dodgers. Uh, Tony Gonsolin and Clayton Kershaw are on the injured list. Trevor Bauer uh, still dealing with his whole thing. Uh, and so he's out. Uh, so you can understand why the Dodgers uh, wanted to uh, upgrade their pitching staff. Uh, in Miami, uh, it looks like Alex Jackson will get some reps at catcher, but it's not like he's going to be the uh, the everyday catcher uh, for the Marlins down the stretch. So uh, see, see how that plays. Uh, Brian De La Cruz uh, has been called up to play in right field. Uh, and Jesus Luzardo, who they acquired from uh, Oakland, is going to get plugged into the rotation there. Uh, so uh, an opportunity here for Luzardo, who, who was struggling in Oakland, but you, know, you never know. He, he had shown some pretty nice potential before this season. Uh, and so uh, if, if he could uh, bounce back, he might have some value down the stretch uh, for Miami. Uh, in Milwaukee, uh, they, they acquired Eduardo Escobar and plugged him in at third base. And a while back, they uh, added Rowdy Tellez uh, at first base. Uh, Tyrone Taylor uh, has been playing in left field uh, with Christian Yelich on the COVID-19 list. Uh, and with Josh Hader uh, going to the COVID-19 list, Devin Williams uh, looks like he'll get a chance to close, at least uh, you know in the short term, uh, for the Brewers. Uh, for the Mets, uh, Javi Baez uh, is currently at shortstop, uh, but is, is likely to shift to second base when Francisco Lindor is healthy. Um, and you know, Baez has, in his time with the Cubs, he had played kind of all, all around. Um, before settling in at shortstop. Uh, and he's, he's a very good shortstop, so if the Mets decide they just wanted to keep him there, they could do that. Uh, but uh, if Lindor is healthy, you, you, that's a pretty solid uh, combination in the middle of their infield. Uh, and Carlos Carrasco, uh, long-awaited return to the uh, Mets rotation. He came back last week. Uh, and so hopefully, uh, from the Mets' perspective, that uh, Carrasco can at least give them a couple of months uh, down the stretch here uh, as, a, as a quality starting pitcher who uh, has been really consistent. He had basically the, the year that he was uh, diagnosed with leukemia what uh, was an off-season, believe it or not, uh, but every other year, kind of over the past eight, uh, has been really consistent and strong. And so if Carrasco can deliver that uh, for at least a couple of months, 
that's that's encouraging for the Mets. Uh, in Philadelphia, uh, right now, Reese Hoskins is dealing with an injury, so Brad Miller uh, is covering at first base. Uh, their rotation gets Kyle Gibson and Ranger Suarez. Uh, in there, and Ian Kennedy uh, as moves in moves in as the new closer in the in the ever troubled uh, Phillies bullpen, uh, and with Andrew McCutcheon uh, going to the injured list, uh, Travis Jankowski uh, has been getting starts in uh, center field for Philly. Uh, in Pittsburgh, uh, with Adam Frazier traded, uh, Rodolfo Castro uh, getting a chance to play at second base, uh, Bryce Wilson, uh, who they picked up from uh, Atlanta, is getting uh, into their rotation, uh, and Max Cranick. Uh, getting a chance to start some games for Pittsburgh will uh, exercise your caution, I, I guess, when it comes to uh, Pittsburgh starting pitchers. The, it's not as though uh, these guys are going to be racking up wins, uh, but at the same time, like Wil- Wilson is a guy who uh, I thought had some potential, and this is a decent opportunity for him uh, in Pittsburgh. And his first start uh, was was decent. He went five innings, gave up two hits, um, one earned run, uh, and so. You can be, I guess, a little bit encouraged uh, about Bryce Wilson, but uh, we'll see how uh, see how how it goes really for anybody uh, pitching for Pittsburgh down the stretch because that's uh, going to be some tough games there. Um, in San Diego, uh, with Chris Paddock going on the injured list, they've called up Reese Nair uh, to to fill in in their rotation. Also with Fernando Tatis Jr. out, uh, Jake Cronenworth uh, has moved over and he's covering at shortstop. Uh, that allows Eric Hosmer. Uh, to play more consistently at first base. Uh, now, Hosmer has been struggling a bit, and so I, I don't know that there's a ton of value there, uh, but maybe there's value when he's going to be playing uh, on an everyday basis, at least. Uh, in San Francisco, Chris Bryant, a uh, big acquisition for them at third base. Uh, and really what that, adding that sort of stability at third base uh, probably cuts into the playing time of some of the utility guys uh, in San Francisco, whether it's Wilmer Flores, Donovan Solano, uh, you know they have they have some pieces that they've been able to move around and that's been quite useful for them this season. Uh, but in terms of, uh, you know, there there may be fewer options for them to play at third uh, if Bryant is if that's going to be his consistent spot uh, in the San Francisco lineup. Uh, St. Louis added a couple of left left handed pitchers, uh, John Lester and J. A. Happ. Uh, don't know how much that helps. Lester has an ERA over five. Happ has one over six. I mean, you're you're getting guys who have. Uh, who have had success in their careers, uh, but they're also, you know, not, not merely on the back nine. They're on, they're on like the 18th hole uh, of their careers. And so uh, I, I don't know that they're uh, going to add a whole lot uh, to the Cardinals rotation, uh, but, you know, for, for whatever reason, St. Louis is, uh, has added them. And, and I, I, I suppose in some ways it's a, it's a uh, low investment uh, in the team. Uh, it, it's not uh, completely throwing in the. It's not completely throwing in the towel, uh, but you know, on a team that's six and a half games out of a wild card spot, uh, you you give them uh, a couple of veteran pitchers, uh, even if they're veteran pitchers who have not had a whole lot of success lately. Um, and then uh, to the Washington Nationals, uh, where uh, with Kyle Schwarber gone, Yadiel Hernandez looking at regular playing time uh, in left field, and with Trey Turner uh, gone to the Dodgers, Luis Garcia. Uh, gets a shot uh, in there. And with Max Scherzer, uh, also gone to the Dodgers, Josiah Gray, who comes over from the Dodgers, uh, will take Scherzer's spot in the rotation. Now, uh, Gray is an interesting prospect. Uh, he might have been more interesting uh, with the Dodgers, a team that would uh, you know, prop him up with some wins perhaps. But uh, he's, he's at least worth watching to see if he can uh, establish himself uh, in the major leagues and, and you know give you something for the future at the very least. Uh, so when we come back, we'll... Uh, Grab a few injury updates, dig deep on the waiver wire, and then some matchups and DFS value plays for Tuesday.
This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? For example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store. At Rock Auto, it's $216. That is more money in your pocket. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how'd you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. You can track all the action at bet online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, but NBA, NHL, NFL is just around the corner, and UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device, check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, every episode we offer up one player that is rostered in 10% or fewer of Yahoo leagues, uh, and maybe you need to race to the waiver wire to get them and beat the competition, or maybe it's somebody you can just kind of have on your radar and ready to pounce when the time is right. And today, uh, we're going for a utility guy who's eligible at first base, second base, third base, left field, and right field for the New York Mets, Brandon Drury. Uh, he's 11 for 17 since returning to the Mets lineup, hitting 647 with a 1957 OPS uh, in that short span. Uh, he's also rostered in just 3% of Yahoo League. So uh, if you need a, uh, a temporary lineup boost, maybe uh, grab a red hot Brandon Drury. Uh, now to some injury updates. And we go to Milwaukee where Josh Hader is on the COVID-19 list, as, as I mentioned. And so Devin Williams uh, gets a chance to take over, at least in, in a short-term role. Uh, for the Yankees, starting pitcher Garrett Cole on the COVID-19 list. We don't know how long uh, that might keep him out, but uh, that would be fairly devastating for the Yankees. Uh, they're also missing Domingo Herman, uh, who's on the 10-day injured list with a shoulder injury. So uh, Yankees can ill afford uh, to lose two starting pitchers for, for any extended period, given the other injuries they have. Uh, Philadelphia starter Vince Velasquez on the 10-day injured list with a blister, uh, and Phillies outfielder Andrew McCutcheon on the 10-day injured list due, due to a knee injury. Uh, Philly's first baseman, Reese Hoskins, day-to-day with a groin uh, issue. He, uh, he's been out for like four or five games now. Uh, Mets center fielder, Brandon Nimmo, uh, day-to-day with a hamstring uh, injury. Uh, Astros left fielder, Michael Brantley's day-to-day with an ankle. Uh, San Francisco infielder, Wilmer Flores, day-to-day with a back injury. Kansas City starter, uh, Brad Keller, day-to-day uh, with a back injury. Pittsburgh starter, Chad Cool, he's on the COVID-19 list. And Seattle uh, second baseman, Shed Long, is on the 10-day injury list with a stress reaction. Uh, in his shin. Uh, so now let's uh, go to betonline.ag for a couple of matchups on Tuesday uh, that I like. And so Atlanta with Max Fried on the mound, plus 125 uh, at St. Louis with John Lester. Uh, as I said, uh, St. Louis uh, acquiring Lester, I suppose they're uh, they're not throwing in the towel, but uh, they're not exactly uh, bolstering the rotation in a big way. Uh, so uh, Freed is an underdog there. There's uh, 
pretty appealing. Uh, and then uh, we're taking a bit more of a chance uh, with Houston uh, with Lance McCullers Jr. on the mound, plus 158 uh, at the Dodgers with Walker Bueller going. And uh, I mean, Bueller hardly ever loses. Uh, so that's not an easy matchup to be sure. Uh, but I also think Houston uh, is, is a very competitive side and McCullers is a quality pitcher uh, that getting them at that price uh, makes it a, at least worth a look. So thanks to betonline.ag for those odds. Uh, let's grab a few DFS value plays uh, then for Tuesday. And we'll start with San Francisco pitcher Johnny Cueto. Uh, $7,000 on DraftKings uh, going against uh, Arizona and Madison Bumgarner. Uh, that's pretty decent opportunity for Cueto, and he, he's been uh, solid in his past three starts. Uh, Houston uh, at first base and third base is a led Miss Diaz. Uh, just $2,000 uh, at the Dodgers and Walker Bueller. And uh, really, this is just a, a case of if Diaz is going to get to play uh, regularly uh, with Alex Bregman out, then uh, take advantage uh, of that $2,000 price. Uh, Seattle, uh, second baseman and third baseman, uh, Abraham Toro, uh, formerly of Houston. He's $3,100 at uh, Tampa Bay with Luis Patino on the mound. Uh, Toro's been uh, rather productive uh, since arriving in Seattle, so uh, give him a shot. Colorado third baseman Ryan McMahon is $3,600 uh, at home against the Cubs' Zach Davies. Uh, McMahon uh, has decent power and it really uh, a chance to hit at home in, in Colorado is, is worthwhile. I can get a discount price. Uh, Houston outfielder Kyle Tucker is $3,100 uh, at the Dodgers and Walker Bueller. And Texas outfielder Adelise Garcia is $3,400 uh, going against the Angels uh, with Jose Suarez uh, on the mound. And so that's uh, that's not a, a bad price for uh, uh, Garcia, who's been uh, probably the best rookie, uh, going against Suarez, who's really unproven still. Uh, in the rotation. So that will do it for today. Enjoy the games. Also check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, which is, it's been a busy off season between expansion draft and regular draft and free agency. Uh, so lots going on there. Uh, listen to these podcasts on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts.